Hi everyone, I'm Haley Griffiths and this is The Science of Social Media, a podcast by Buffer, your weekly sandbox for social media stories, insights, experimentation, and learning. Welcome to episode number 116. I'm Brian Peters and this week we're going in-depth into one of the most popular and arguably effective marketing strategies for so many businesses and that's influencer marketing. And though influencer marketing isn't new, it can be tricky to navigate and we hope to solve some of those challenges for you today. Influencers have the potential to be both effective advocates for your brand, as well as opportunities to tap into niche markets that can be difficult for your business to reach. As always, a warm welcome to the show. Let's kick it off. Influencer marketing isn't new. Long before the industry coined the term, consumers have looked to experts for guidance or inspiration. Think about William Shatner for Priceline or Catherine Zeta-Jones for T-Mobile or Mark Wahlberg for Calvin Klein. All of these are influencer marketing campaigns in their own right and help to drive millions of dollars in sales. Today, influencer marketing takes many different shapes and forms, especially in an era where social media stars are born overnight. The term influencer encompasses a wide variety of social savvy experts. Beauty, business, and tech influencers, among others, can help businesses to reach what can be difficult demographics. And one thing you need to know about influencer marketing is that it's here to stay. For businesses taking the wait and watch approach, we suggest that you kindly reconsider. Consumers trust recommendations from a third party more often than a brand itself. In fact, studies show that 70% of millennial consumers are influenced by the recommendations of their peers in buying decisions over brands. It's such a high percent. And when you align with an influencer, not only do they bring their audience, but they also bring their audience's network too. Because of the loyal nature of their audience, an influencer has the ability to drive traffic to your site, increase your social media exposure, and sell your product through their recommendation or story about their experience. And it's important to note here that we're not necessarily talking about getting expensive celebrities like the Kardashians to endorse your brand. Sorry, I just had to do a Kardashian reference there. (laughs) Sometimes the best influencers are already in your community. They have a small but mighty engaged and fiercely loyal following. They are the influencers that make the biggest impact on your brand in the long run. A robust influencer marketing strategy will often include macro influencers, micro influencers, brand ambassadors, brand advocates, and even your employees, because yes, they are influencers too. The right influencer marketing strategy will allow brands to understand and optimize the performance of the right group of influencers at the right time to meet their goals. Which is a perfect segment into how to get started. The first thing to know about influencer marketing is that it's not about you. It's about the consumer and more importantly about building trust with the consumer so that they buy from you more than just once. As influencer marketing becomes a central strategy for brands, maintaining that trust requires authenticity and honesty. Savvy brands recognize consumers want honesty and are using transparency and openness as a differentiator. Brands are doing things like social media takeovers with influencers for a more authentic experience. This removes the brand's control of the content, but helps to increase performance of the campaign. So not only is it trust between the brand and the consumer, but between the brand and the influencer as well. Exactly. So it's essential that you start with an understanding of who your target customer is. A common mistake brands and agencies make is to decide first the type of influencers they would like to work with. Instead, start with who your target audience is and then work your way back from there, identifying influencers that fit your ideal description. 
There are really four places to find influencers for your brand. Google, databases, networks, and marketplaces. So let's look at each of those really quickly. Google is very much a manual process of typing keywords, scanning web pages for contact info, and then keeping track of that information in spreadsheets. I would also lump social media into here because manually searching social channels and hashtags for relevant influencers for a given topic is, is a very similar process. And then databases do website scraping for you, pulling publicly available data. These are great places to start, but be prepared to spend time vetting each influencer and communicating with them directly. Networks, on the other hand, are sort of in the middle. A network is like an agency that has relationships with the influencers, but will, will require that you go through them to reach out to the influencer directly. And finally, marketplaces. A marketplace often offers the best of the four options by pulling in real-time information, along with avoiding the middle person to connect directly with influencers. That's awesome. And I mean, there's really no right or wrong way to find influencers for your brand. The key is identifying people that align with your values and customers, which leads us to the types of influencers. So for the sake of this episode, we're going to skip finding celebrity influencers and cover some more realistic types of influencers. <laughs> I think that's a good call. I think it might work better for our audience. <laughs> so first, you have your macro influencers who create a ton of content. They've attracted a sizable audience because they've gotten to know them during their process. These are great for reaching a large audience in a certain industry or vertical. Yep, and just below macro influencers in terms of audience size are micro influencers. Micro influencers are great to, uh, at getting the word out and have audiences that range in a bit smaller of size than you might find with macro, probably in like the single digit thousands or tens of thousands. They're great for spreading the word to a highly engaged audience and can help get your brand the attention that you're looking for. Obviously the scale won't be huge here, but you'll be rewarded with higher intent buyers even if you don't have a large budget. Last but not least are your brand advocates and employees. These brand ambassadors naturally love your brand and can be found online talking about you already. So all you have to do is pay attention to your social channels and invite them to share and create content. These people already love your brand and are willing to talk about what you're doing. Referral programs are great for these types of influencers and will help incentivize them to spread the word. All right, so we've got our influencers aligned with our target customers, so we're set to go, right? Now what? The key to any great influencer marketing campaign is creating great content. Content that is compelling to your target audience, authentic to the storyteller's voice, and delivers in line with your goals. If one piece of that equation is missing, the content will fall flat. One fun way to look at creating great content is giving your audience something to talk about. Everyone talks so much about optimizing content for search engines these days that virality and sharing often gets lost in the equation. One way that this can be done is by giving your influencers an experience or brand immersion they won't be able to stop talking about. Experiences provide the creative inspiration influencers crave and also aligns nicely with your brand messaging since you control the atmosphere. Yeah, so one example of this is how you know brands in the travel industry are sending influencers on trips and basically having them document everything. So what happens is they'll pay for the trip for the influencer as long as the influencer puts out a certain amount of authentic content every day, which I actually think is pretty cool because it's both fun for the influencer to create that content and for the audience to follow along with. So you know, think about your brand and how you might be able to get creative by providing your influencers with experiences. I think I am going to start being a travel influencer. 
yeah, let's quit our day jobs and become yeah, a travel influencer. We are available now. We are it's available actually, yeah. to be travel influencers. <laughs> it's that easy. <laughs> it's that easy. No, but I mean, remember that a true influencer of your brand is passionate about your product or service. So giving them access to your product to get familiar with and inspiring them to share engaging content is a really great way for the audience on the other side to buy into the campaigns that you're running. Exactly, Haley. And one of the great things about influencer marketing campaigns is that it doesn't just stop with the content being posted on their site or across their social media channels. A successful strategy includes extending the content usefulness to other aspects of your marketing. You can use influencer content in quotes and testimonials, or you can feature influencers in your social media ads on your website. Uh, we recommend also including your content in a dedicated section, uh, you know, something like your business's newsletter. Totally. And you know, one thing we haven't talked about yet is cost and budgeting. Great influencers will naturally want to be compensated, but the good news is that it doesn't always have to be financially if you're on a tight budget. You can offer the influencer shoutouts on your blog, website, or newsletter. You can give them your product or products for free. I've seen some brands offer influencers a free supply of their product for a year in exchange for a certain amount of content. And of course, you can also offer influencers like in a referral program, a certain amount of commission for every 1000 people reached or sale or whatever your goal is. Really, there's no right or wrong here. And a lot of times influencers are willing to get creative with you in order to make the deal work, especially if they like or believe in your product, which as Haley mentioned, is always better anyways. All right. Last but not least, as with any good strategy, let's talk metrics. Different metrics and methods for measurement can be used to define your influencer campaign success in relation to your original goals. Instead of just talking about reach or conversions, we like to break it down into five more specific parts of the buyer journey. Those are awareness, consideration, activation, purchase, and loyalty. It's important to remember that not everyone who sees your content will purchase your product right away shocking and that's not necessarily a loss for your brand in the awareness stage you'll have things like reach and views in the consideration stage you'll have metrics like clicks content views and comments and of course down the funnel in the activation and purchase you have things like sharing follows clicks to your websites or product conversions and purchases I mean, ideally, we'd all start in the purchase stage, but don't immediately skip all of the first stages in an attempt to sell your product. Those are all parts of the trust building that we talked about in the beginning of this episode. And then there's the loyalty stage at the end. With any luck, followers of your influencers will become influencers for your brand in their own right. That will look like even more sharing, referrals, and user-generated content, which you can repurpose for your marketing channels. It's just one big, beautiful referral purchase loop. It's the circle of influencer marketing. <laughs> ah, I love it. So once you start to collect data on your influencers, you can start to use that data to optimize your influencer marketing efforts. You can rank your influencers based on output, what content resonates with your audience, and of course, which of their social channels are best for distribution of your content. Precisely. And let's just do a quick recap of this episode before you go. Technology and data are only part of the story. There is a reason influencers are often referred to as creators. Look for a partner that blends the science of data and technology with the art of experience, expertise, and content creation. Well said, Haley. All of that will help give you a clear and customized picture of the real impact of your influencer marketing campaigns and strategies. Thank you so much for tuning in the Science of Social Media today. The show notes for this episode are now available on the Buffer blog at blog.buffer.com with a complete transcript. 
If you ever like to get in touch with Haley or myself, we're always here for you on social media using the hashtag Buffer Podcast, or you can say hi to us anytime at hello at buffer.com. Thank you for tuning into our show every single week. You make this fun and are the entire reason that we do what we do. So thank you. And thank you for telling your friends, family, and colleagues about us as well. You are our very own Science of Social Media influencers, and we love you for it. Yes. Until next Monday, everyone. Thank you.